Hello, and welcome to Meaning, an examination of how spiritual significance emerges from the life and work of Plymouth Congregational Church of Minneapolis. I'm your host, Chris Bonhoff. When you think about church, you probably think of sanctuary spaces, classroom spaces, maybe even basement dining halls. But do you think about theater spaces? Plymouth's campus includes the Kahn Theater, and that space is home to Theater 45 Degrees, a new-ish ministry of Plymouth Church that uses the theater experience to explore what it is to be human. In the summer of 2021, more than a year into the pandemic and the accompanying long pause to live theater, I sat on the Khan Theater stage with two of Theater 45 Degrees' board of directors, Ashanti Ford and Nora Montañez Patterson, both accomplished actors, playwrights, and producers themselves. We started by talking about their paths into creative pursuits. Well, my, both my parents are artists, so my mom spoke more poetry and my dad rap and hip hop. So like I grew up, and also like most people in my family, like my grandpa sang and there's photographers, so I have a very artistic family. I don't think it was a thought for me that it was like, oh, I have to do this. It kind of was just like a, I was in this growing up and it just always was like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do because it feels like this is what is ingrained in me. Mm. I was raised by um, two musicians. My mother sang, my father uh, is a uh, percussionist. And when they, in my country, they traveled and they took me along to all these restaurants and backstages and, and it was how we lived. And they also, um, both of them danced. So when we moved to the States, that continued on and they, they performed in New York and Jersey. And I just watched them. It was just a part of, of the lifestyle that we had. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you both have, have this family lineage. And I can relate to that. My dad was a photographer and I grew up um, Looking at his pictures, we had, you know, the slide projector and the screen, and every once in a while, we'd say, oh, Dan, again, and he would put it up, and we would look at his pictures. Um, and uh, there was something that was really special and meaningful for seeing my dad um, reveal this artistic side of himself. And there was, there, yeah, uh, that, is, that is part of the reason why I became a photographer. Um, was there a similar, was there a side of, of your family that was revealed through? Um, yeah, I would say my dad tells his stories in his um, rap and, you know, like there's things I'll hear because he never used to let me listen to this stuff because it's kind of not appropriate, but um, things I'll hear in his music that gives me a side of him that I'm like, oh, that's how you felt or this is, you know, um, and my mom too, I think my mom, uh, her activist side came out a lot more through her poetry um, and just seeing like what she cares about in the world and, and how she stands up in the world, um, you know, came out through that. But it's stuff that maybe won't be brought up or come out in at, like a family dinner table, um, at least in my family. I know some families are different. It, it, these are the things that like, you know, that were ingrained when I was a child is to see both my parents and particularly my mom feel so alive, 
when she danced and my father being so alive when he performed, when he played cajon, which mm -hmm. is now what I am playing. So it's that lineage. You're passing yeah. down like the baton and how you learned and how, how you process the world. And that's how I'm processing the world is through art. It was clear at several points in our conversation that being back on a proscenium stage after more than a year away was a surreal experience for Ashanti and Nora, considering not only their personal stories, but also the pandemic break and the social unrest of 2020. I was curious about how they think about theater in this time. Like what, what is theater for? For, or what do you want theater to be for in your work right now? Com yeah, I think about community theater, um, not community theater, but community in the theater. And I love community theater though too. I love that small towns have like theater. I love that. I'm like, that is so dope. Anyways, but, <laughs> but like um, the, the relationship between the um, people who are presenting on stage, performing on stage, and, uh, and the people who are viewing and watching. Like, I love that exchange. That's why, like, when I came here and I was like, this feels very old. It's like, I'm up here and you're down there. Mm. But, um, like, I love, like, stuff in the round. I love stuff that's not in traditional, like, proscenium stages. But because community can be built differently within that and experience happens differently. So, like... Theater to me is just like, um, yes, it, it can be storytelling, um, but more so like something's happening that's not just lecture, but, and it teaches and moves and shakes and, you know, it does all these things to everyone involved, the performers and the audience. It's not just the audience walking away with something, but the performers learn from that performance that night, which is different from the night before. So it's, Oh, there's so much to it, but yeah. And is it the is it the sharing of of that movement that creates community? I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 the sharing, and and I just learned something. You shared something with me, yeah, so now sharing. yeah. So now like I'm a part of this. And and Seth talks. Seth's the artistic director of Theater Forty Five. He talks about that a lot. Is like I I can't unhear what you just told me, and I can't mm -hmm. unwitness what I just saw. So now this is a part of my story as well. And I'm different because of it. So like, that's really, really cool to me. There was once a man also, <laughs> the artistic director of Theater 45, who said also, um, what kind of ancestor do you want to be? Mm. And that, I believe that that links still within theater, mm. right? Ashanti's family, like your family, was rooted in, in music and poetry, and that is what made you and how it guided you to also then expand upon that, bring in more essence, and then it being you, and then it continues. Mm -hmm. So that I, I feel the same thing of like what, when I think of theater, I think of the way we tell our stories and how we tell our stories, and also bring another level of way of teaching. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like theater's also educating us how we listen, mm -hmm. because I know there are many of us that don't listen very well, Yeah. right? <laughs> and 
And different ways of telling stories is also expanding on how we listen mm-hmm. to each other and growing empathy. Yeah. Um, as well as I write and I perform in order to leave our audiences um, with questions. I ask questions to bring to more questions to bring to more questions. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how are you going to dissect our story? It's, it's rooted in listening. It's rooted in... Um, uh, asking the question, what kind of ancestor do I want to be? Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's, that's spiritual work. That is like how you bring yourself out into the world. The, the education and the empathy uh, as, as functions of, of theater, I think, are so important. And I think about, um, you know, how, how story can often lead to discomforting, to, to, to uncomfortable kinds of plot situations or uh, just emotional responses to things, to story. And I know that, uh, you know, as a white guy, like discomfort is something that like I've been taught to kind of like steer away from. And theater is, is so beneficial in that way to providing a space that is, you know, discomfort, I don't know, in, in, in a small chunk that you can then take home and continue to sit with in a different way than, than you would if you were just having a raw conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. There's a meditation practice that we, that we're, we, it's like a mantra that says, um, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. And there's various different ways of training your body because we do feel comfortable. We, yeah. I mean, we sit in the dark in a chair. Yeah. I'm surprised people don't fall asleep more than half <laughs> of the time. Um, and that's comfortable. Yeah. We're comfortable. We sit down. We sit down to watch television or sit down to have dinner. We get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not bad feeling comfortable. It's just like, how do we weigh that? Yeah. And the feeling of like, um, am I comfortable being uncomfortable is a good way of, of, of accepting different right. various stories, um, understanding uh, ways of, of grieving and different ways of practice and lifestyles and like, growing empathy. So mm-hmm. around that. The practice of building empathy through becoming more comfortable being uncomfortable. Is this a practice that shows up in your life? How about Shanti's desire to build community differently? Do you see that happening in your world? Last question. Nora and Ashanti have such beautiful lineage from which they pulled a creative response to life. How do you bring your own lineage forward? Deep, deep thanks to Ashanti and Nora and to all connected with Theater 45 Degrees. May you continue to tell stories, knit community, and lift up the voices that our society has too often silenced. Thanks to Jimmy Hulse for our theme, and to Max Brunel for additional music. And many thanks to Cody Bordeaux for audio engineering. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback and your ideas for future episodes. Our email address is meaning at plymouth.org. Meaning is a production of Plymouth Congregational Church of Minneapolis.